Hey, it's Jason with the Marketing Podcast Network. As a business-to-business marketer, your needs are unique. B2B buying cycles are long and your customers face incredibly complex decisions. Isn't it time you had a marketing platform built specifically for you? LinkedIn ads empower marketers with solutions for you and your customers. LinkedIn ads allow you to build the right relationships, drive results, and reach your customers in a respectful environment. On LinkedIn, you'll have direct access to and build relationships with decision makers. Of the 875 million users on the network, 180 million are senior-level executives, 10 million are C-level executives. You will also be able to drive results with targeting and measurement tools built specifically for B2B, and they work. Audiences exposed to brand messages on LinkedIn are six times more likely to convert. LinkedIn Ads is also ranked number one for security, community, and ad experience as part of Business Insider's Digital Trust Study. Make B2B marketing everything it can be and get a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash MPN and claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash MPN. Terms and conditions apply. Content marketing, SEO, competitive research, advertising. Sounds like a large scope of work you need to get done. How about full digital marketing control over your business? SEMrush can be your right hand for that. It has over 50 tools and reports to cover any online marketing activities. No more switching from one service to another. Get a 14-day free trial and watch your business grow. Go to bit.ly slash SEMrushMPN. That's B-I-T dot L-Y bit.ly slash S-E-M-RushMPN. If you want to grow your show, you got to develop a weekly marketing strategy so you can really promote your show and connect with your listeners. You gotta build community around a podcast or it's just not gonna evolve. You're listening to the business of podcasting and on this show, we focus on the money side of podcasting. Some of the top industry experts come on the show to tell us how they have monetized their shows. This means you get access to real stories and real life strategies that have benefited podcasters for the last 10 to 15 years. You also get access to solo content where you learn how to monetize your own show and you learn really in-depth strategies to make money from your podcast. So if you want to monetize your podcast, subscribe now. What's good, podcasters? Welcome back. Welcome back. Today, I want to get into some weekly podcast marketing strategies. Now, I've talked about the daily, weekly, monthly model before, but I want to get a little deeper on this episode. See, I talk to podcasters all the time, and whenever I ask them how they market their show, they tell me social media, which I don't think is a bad thing. I think that's good. It's great to start there, you know, but the problem is you can't only use social media. Like your strategy has to include way more than just posting on Twitter or Instagram, TikTok, LinkedIn, Facebook. It got to be more than that. That's not enough. So today I'm going to give you some strategies that you can use to market your show every week. Now, mind you, these things can be done more than once a week, but most of them should be done once a week. First one is sending emails. I think this is the easiest by far. You can schedule this to go out automatically through RSS uh, feeds. Basically, when you upload a new episode, uh, email is sent out. Pretty simple. And this is one of the best things you can do for your show. Like when you start getting email subscribers, sometimes you need to remind them that a new episode is out. That could be why they go and resubscribe or they start listening again. You know, sending them out could just be you including the show notes in the email saying, hey, go listen here and a link to your website or the hosting site where they can listen on any platform. Super simple. Sending emails is like the easiest layup in this online thing. Like I I can't tell you anything that's easier, (laughs) uh, honestly. Now, something else that you should be doing 
Now this is a we done with email. That's easy. That's I don't want to spend twenty minutes talking about emails. Y'all know what an email is. You know how to send it. Now, if you don't, you can hit me up for a masterclass. I'll send it to you for free personally at Chris Podcasting Instagram or Twitter. Now, the second thing you can do, this is where it gets fun. You can start doing meetups. I think every show can do meetups. I would advise starting with twice a month so you can put more effort into promoting and connecting with people and inviting them personally. But virtual meetups, in-person meetups, please start doing it. Please. It is one of the best things you can do. I think having conversations with people that listen to your show is so dope because when they start to like you and know you, they're going to promote you more. And the main strategy for podcasts to grow is word of mouth, but you can't pay for word of mouth. Obviously, it just has to be good. The way you kind of create word of mouth is you connect with people. And the fun part about the virtual meetups is it doesn't have to be 20 or 30 people. It could be five. Like five people is enough to where if they like you, they're going to start inviting more people to the meetups. They're going to invite more people to check out your podcast. They're going to tell more people about your product or your service or whatever you do just because you're building relationships. I think saying that you want to do meetups twice a month for your podcast is, is so smart because now you're saying is you want to build relationships with people again. Because if you think about the way, the way the world is set up now, you can go through the world and live a pretty what's now considered normal life and not build that many relationships. But for you to be a podcaster, a content creator that's making money from creating content, you need relationships, obviously with companies and partnerships and all that stuff, but definitely with your audience. You need a core group of people that believes in you, that supports you and all of that stuff. And I think the meetups are the best way to get there. And it's a ton of ways to do it. Like I said, you could do it virtual. You could do it every other week at the local library. That's easy. I personally save my local meetups for my monthly events because, you know, long term for me, I want to have dinners and stuff. You know, I want to have like white tie events and all that. I want it to be a big deal, like big deals where it's only going to be 12 times a year, like once a month. That's why I'm going big for monthly. But every other week. It could be a simple meetup. It doesn't have to be anything stressful or extra. It doesn't have to be expensive, you know, n nothing big or extravagant. And you could bring in other experts. Some of the people you've had on your show, bring them in to talk to the audience. It only has to be an hour, hour and a half. That's it. Something that simple is a great way to grow a podcast, especially if it's an opinion based podcast where it's like, honestly, both of them work. Let me, let me take a step back. Honestly, both of them work because if you have a show that's an entertainment music, movies, sports, all of that stuff, you can have a discussion with your audience about whatever the subject is. I truly believe that every sports show, specifically football, should have a meetup every week. Let's say Wednesday when there are no games on. It could be Tuesday or Wednesday because usually when there's no football games on. And this is a perfect time because the week has ended. You could talk about everything. And, and this is the fun part. You call it a meetup because you want your audience to feel like they're part of it because it should be a discussion. A live show is you talking and them listening. Most people aren't going to tune into that, but when they feel like they can call in and have their voice heard, they can talk about what they want to talk about and contribute to the show. Now that right there is a meetup and that's fun. And I don't think you should make all of it content. I think a lot of it should be off the record and you may use clips for content. You know, that'd be smart. Now, if you're on the business side of things, this is even better for you because you can just cover things happening in your industry. You could literally set it up to where every Thursday night you're talking about industry trends and what's coming up or what happened recently 
and you can bring in experts to talk about subjects. You can obviously have a Q&A. That's perfect. So no matter what kind of podcast you have, a meetup is great for you. Now, obviously, you have to strategize and all of that stuff. And that's why I'm here. If you got any questions, hit me up on Twitter again at Chris Podcasting. You got to strategize and plan it out so it sounds good. And it's going to take you a couple times to get it going. Yes. But once you get it going, this is the kind of thing that when it picks up, it really can just spread, you know, and it's not something that you want to be super like famous for anything, you know, like I don't think that your idea of importance should be something like how many people come to the event. Like that's not really that big of a deal because you want the right people. If I gave you a hundred people that were not interested in your subject, you would just be like, this is a waste of my time. But if I give you 10 people that's interested in your subject, you had a time in your life. I'm telling you this from experience. I've had meetups and I've done this. And if you look at it before you start the event stuff in your mind, you're like, man, I want a ton of people. I want everybody to show up so it can be fun and this and that. Then you realize that a handful of people is really all you need. Literally, it starts with three. Once you get three people, if y'all are all interested in the same thing and you have a discussion, it it's fun. Then when you go from three to five and then seven, then you're at 15 and then 20, you realize this is a lot of people. And I don't think most people even know or realize how much like a hundred people is like a hundred people seems like a little bit, right? It seems like a small number. But if I ask you to name me a hundred people right now, like, do you even know a hundred people? Like, like and when I say no, I mean, no, on a first name basis, you probably don't know a hundred people like that. So don't look at the numbers of how many people show up, how many people don't. You want to look at our my ideal listeners in this room are the people here that I want to connect with. I'll tell you this, my other show founder success methods, the meetups I'm doing now, I don't want to have podcasters there. That is not for you. It's not. That is for founders of startups and SaaS companies. Like I'm talking to business owners that have built products and some have gotten funding millions of dollars and stuff like that. So we're having different conversations outside of just a regular podcast stuff. Now, some of them want to talk podcasting, but the whole point of us being there is we're talking business. So I think you got to make sure you keep things aligned with the ultimate goal. Like, yes, you want to invite people. You want to build it. You want it to grow and all that stuff. Yeah. But more importantly, you should want the right people showing up and the right people engaging. That's all I care about right now. I don't really even care. I'm not even charging anything. I, that's another thing. Don't try to charge for these weekly meetups, man. Keep this free. Now, you can monetize it if people are like, well, I would pay for this or something, then yeah. But don't go into this thinking you're going to get money from it. No. Your money is going to come somewhere else down the road, but it's going to come bigger and better because by you bringing these people together, you make your brand more valuable. That The meetup strategy is great because it makes your podcast a brand. It's the way you go from just having a regular show and being a host to having a brand. And when I say brand, I mean something that's recognizable where people are like, wow, that's a real brand. That's something that you can be a part of. That's something you can really support. Like even some of these famous podcasts that are really, really big and they have a ton of viewers. They don't have brands where you feel like you're a part of it. You know what I mean? Like a show like Bigger Pockets, some people would feel like they're part of that, that brand black wealth renaissance people feel like they're part of that brand joe rogan people that are conspiracy theorists pride themselves on listening to joe rogan they, they feel like they're part of that brand um the 85 south show people feel like they're part of that you know and you want to make sure that 
you have that brand image in your head. What image do you want to portray? And this is, again, why you should really focus your energy on getting the right people instead of a lot of people. The right people, not a lot. Because if you have, again, man, I've done this before. I've gone to events where I felt out of place because it just wasn't right. Like the person hosting the event wanted to just get a ton of people there, which did a good job. But then it just doesn't fit because I don't align with any of these people. We don't have the same values. We don't believe in the same things. We have different interests. So it just didn't fit. It was a weird time. So you want to avoid that at all costs. Now, the last thing I want to mention here, but uh, obviously a weekly marketing strategy. I think more podcasters should be looking at paying influencers. And what I mean by that is literally paying them to like tweet about you or post one of your videos. Find out what you have to put in to get that result. Because again, some influencers will charge you 20 bucks for a thread. Some of them will charge you $5,000 for one post on Instagram that they're going to delete in 12 hours. Like the pricing on influencer marketing is absurd. There's no structure to it. It's chaos. You know, it's complete chaos. So you got to figure out your path. And the only way to do that is to go and talk to these people. Literally go and ask them, hey, I know you cover personal finance and you talk about this and that. And I have a personal finance tool or I have a personal finance podcast that I want to grow. I would love to have you on as a guest and I would love to pay you to promote us sometime. Boom. That's simple. Now, again, depending on the industry, some of them are going to say a lot, some will say a little. But I think the most important thing here is more podcasters be willing to spend at least 50 bucks, at least. Because this is the thing. If you post your episode and it goes nowhere, you feel frustrated and everything, right? But if you put money behind your show, don't you believe it's going to go somewhere? You'll get some kind of progress. I can almost guarantee you're going to get more progress from putting money into the show and having somebody else promote it outside of just yourself. Like up until this point, you've been marketing your podcast, posting the audiograms and posting graphics and all of this stuff. Has it gotten you anywhere? Probably not. Now, I just gave you a whole list of strategies and methods to follow. But if you do have more questions about marketing, please, please hit me up on Twitter at Chris Podcasting. Also, check out the link in the description below. Get your copy of the Business of Podcasting completely free. I'll see you next time. You may know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business? Tim Hines hosts a great podcast called the Marketing Starter Podcast. Tim, tell these fine folks what they're going to get when they listen. They're going to get great insights on how marketers can take an entrepreneurial attitude to what they do in marketing to be a little bit more successful. So I interview top marketers from all around the world and heck, even some that are bottom and middle. It's really about marketers who embody the entrepreneur entrepreneurial spirit to be the best that they can be. Awesome. Where can people subscribe? They can, of course, subscribe on marketingpodcast.net, but they can also search for the show on all their favorite podcasting platforms, as well as visiting my website, which is tnhines.com slash podcast. You heard him. Go subscribe. This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.